The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for listening to All Pro Lines, the podcast. I'm, of course, your host. My name's Kostaki Economopoulos, and that was me cracking a beer. It's been a long day for me, and uh, I'm just kind of shifting gears, and I'm going to try not to bring too much of my angst to the table here. Uh, coming off, actually, a really nice weekend of things, so I'm also uh, grateful and spoiled as well. Uh, we've got a lot of fun things to talk to you guys about wrapping up week four, the week that was in the NFL with my guest, Andreas Economopoulos, no relation. Uh, we'll have him on here in just a few minutes after 47, uh, Falcons jokes. That seems rude. I mean, it is his team too. Uh, but that's what happened this week. So that's what we're going to, that's what we wrote about. Um, thanks for being here. Let's check the, let's check the comments. Let's see who's here. Heather, Jerry, Ron. John Riggs, nice, nice to see these names. I very much appreciate all you guys. Ryan Chambers, oh, it's like a who's who of the of the go to. Uh, all we're missing is is Jerry. Where's Jerry? Oh, Jerry's here. Jerry's the first one I read. Okay, very happy to see you guys. Thanks for being here. And Marge Economopoulos, no relation. Uh, <laughs> good to see you, Mama. Um, all right, let's uh, let me first tell you about the weekend that was for me. I went to the Pacific Northwest, and it was amazing. It was so cool. It was a long drive, but I love driving and not going to the airport and airport security and hanging out in the crammed gates with all the humans, and then boarding a plane, and then there's a delay, and then there's a thing, and you got to go there when you they want you to be there, and you get a book of time that sucks, so you can save two hundred dollars. And I love driving to gigs. It's a long drive. I, I I took the kids to school on Thursday morning and uh, shifted gears and got a car and drove north. And uh, eventually I got to Oregon. Uh, it's pretty far, turns out. I did the uh, did the must-do picture. Weed, next three exits. Ha-ha! Weed is a little town in Northern California. You got to take that picture. Um the gigs are great, man. I did a little winery. I did a uh, like a gritty band bar in Oregon. I did a casino in Redding, and then I did a theater, a little like a little community theater on Sunday in Chico. And all I gotta say, all four of the shows were great. And I got to run around with a friend and uh, play a little poker, and I did some beer drinking and was a little indulgent on the food eating and working on my act and not worrying about saying fuck because I was done talking to Mormons and it was cool. I really enjoyed myself. That was really great. Uh, so here's the pitfall. I'm just going to, I'm going to try to keep it super brief, but I do feel like I need to tell you this story. So mid Oregon, finish the show, go to start the car, car won't start. 
going through YouTube videos to see what's Nissan Ultima. There's a glitch with the key. What do you do? Trying to figure out what to do. Realize I can't fix it. Call the rental car company. They go, uh, try it now. And I tried it and it started right away. They turned off my car. Have you ever even heard of that? And I like, they said, you're, uh, you're in a restricted area. And I was like, what do you mean by restricted area? turns out you're not allowed to leave the state of California on their, that's their policy. It's California or Nevada. I didn't know that. It's not on the thing when I booked it at Orbitz. It's not at the desk. It's not on the contract. It's not, it's not anywhere it's possible for me to know that. I rented a fucking car so I could go to Oregon. If they had told me that was the deal, I wouldn't have gone there. So not only did they spy on me in some creepy thing and turn my car off with no warning. They didn't go, hey, you're in a restricted area where you're going to have to talk to us. They just turned it off. Oh, I hate them so much. 24-7 rental car company in Hollywood. Fuck them. Uh, guess what the penalty fee is for crossing a state line with 24-7 rental car company? Mind you, the rental car fee is $28 a day. The total for five days is like $170. But if you go to Oregon for uh, 20 minutes, it's $1,500. That's the fee they charge you. So I spent the next couple of days trying to get in touch with them. Now they, they were communicative before, but once they charged me with this crazy fee, no communication. They won't answer the, nobody talked to them. You can't, they won't return texts. They won't return emails. I commiserated with the dude. And when I dropped the car off today and I've been in my dealings with them, I've come to realize this is not a regular rental car company. This is a company that makes a little bit of money with rental cars and makes a lot of money fucking people on the small print. Uh, they have, they charge you $500 per rim for scratches on your rims. Uh, the guy that it was in the lobby today, the car stopped working. It had a battery problem and he had to call roadside assistance and they charged him $500 for that, for giving him a car that didn't run. And in the small print, that's what they, that's, it's in the contract. I actually have a contract that doesn't mention the thing that they charge me for. So I think I can win small claims court if that's what I have to do, but I'm not sure what the actionable intelligence is for you listeners, but be careful out there, man, especially these fly-by-night rental car companies because they don't have a national brand to protect and they don't give a fuck if I go on and talk to my 100,000 social media followers and tell them they're monsters. Hertz would care. Avis would care. You know what I mean? Enterprise cares about that kind of thing. But with these little, ah, I'm so angry. All right, I'm shifting gears. We're here to have fun. Uh, life is challenging and beautiful and wonderful. And that's where we are. All right. Andy Merriman says, need a lawyer. Yeah, I do, Andy. <laughs> I need a Michigan lawyer to help me. That's uh, funny. So anyway, I uh, let's, let's do some jokes. I got to shift gears here. I, I should drink more beer. And I got to tell you, drinking beer is great. Have you had the beer? two minute drill. <laughs> Have you had the mango cart? It's one of the great things. I think I've discovered that wheat beers are amazing. I don't know. That's not really a secret, but you know, like, um, like there's a pineapple wheat beer and there was, there was a peach wheat beer I found in Colorado. There's something about wheat. Like this is mango wheat. It's a sweet wheat. So it's like a, 
it's like a blue moon with a little mango twist. Like that's a great universe of beers. That's maybe underrated. All right. I already did the joke. Let's do the jokes. Did I mention that we're doing jokes? After suffering, car- suffering cardiac arrest last season, DeMar Hamlin is back in NFL action this weekend. That's a great story. I'm looking forward to the Falcons returning to NFL action, too. I think that would be delightful. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring in Andreas Economopoulos. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How we doing? I'm I'm pissed and I'm trying to get over it. Can I do? Can you can you be here for the Falcons jokes? It only seems fair that we survive them together. Wait, are we gonna do these twenty four seven? Motherfuckers! Oh, I hate them so much. It's just it's a scam. Like I I'm actually surprised that this kind of thing doesn't happen more often. It feels like a third world country kind of a dynamic where they don't even really care about the thing. But there's like some little side angle of screwing over the customer that's profitable. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Let's go to the chairs. Oh, oh, I'm so <laughs> mad. All right. The Falcons lost 23-7 in London. Kickoff was at 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. Here was the good news. My team lost before I even woke up. So that was good. I could just move on. <laughs> the early bird gets the ass kicking. Uh, it's easy for the Falcons to get through security because they don't travel with any offensive weapons. You see, huh? (laughs) They wore all white, which is, of course, internationally recognized as a surrender. The Euro did better in England than the Falcons. (laughs) I've never been a big fan of the English breakfast, and the Falcons served up bangers and trash. (laughs) London has a great Ferris wheel. Uh, It's called the Eye. Even that couldn't watch the Falcons game. Hey, Falcons, at least it's not a long trip home. So that's good. Maybe on the plane you could watch an Eagles game and get some ideas. The Eagles are, of course, a running team, and they have running backs named Gainwell and Swift. It's pretty on the nose. Meanwhile, the Falcons' O-line has players named Camp Block and False Start. All right. These are jokes, everybody. (laughs) Taylor Swift is more relevant to the NFL than the Falcons. (laughs) Jesus. By the way, Taylor Swift has benefited from the rumors, right? With Taylor, right? Travis Kelsey has benefited. His jersey sales went up 400% this week. He gained 300,000 Instagram followers in a few days. I just want to say right here, I can neither confirm nor deny that I am dating Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm not, I can't say one way or the other. You'll have to. The Falcons look terrible, man. I saw some of the highlights. It was a shameful, shameful performance. And on Jimmy Carter's birthday, no less. <laughs> Jimmy Carter turned 99. He's got a better chance than the Falcons of being relevant in January. Uh, the, Fal- the Falcons might just ruin the Toy Story franchise. Did you see this thing with the with the little animators or whatever? It's such a great... It, it was a cool idea. I don't know who watches it or to what end, but it's a it's an interesting idea. They basically they did a live version of the game in quasi animation set in Andy's room from Toy Story. Um, I would like to send Ritter to Infinity and Beyond. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I would happily trade Ritter for Mister Potato Head. <laughs> And then later I saw an ad oh, with NFL plus premium. You can rewatch Jaguars Falcons. That marketer should be fired immediately. And he should be in an unemployment line with Desmond Ritter. Uh, there's only two uh, defeated teams now. 
Uh, we got Eagles and Niners. And the two completely defeated teams are Bears and Panthers. The Bears are moving to the Chicago suburbs, but at their current yardage rate, they're expected to arrive in 2050. They're not good. People, <laughs> the Panthers are on track to have more O's than Economopolis. And actually, that could happen here in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> All right, one last joke. Patriots quarterback Mac Jones has learned to throw, uh, has got to learn to throw balls away, like Caitlyn Jenner. Hey, everybody. All right. Those are jokes. I'm in a better mood already. Hey, bro, good to see you, man. Yeah, likewise. That was that was painful. We watched every uh, – it was Aiden's birthday yesterday, so we got up and watched every snap, and I was watching all the pregame stuff leading up to it, all the pictures online about the um, – they played in Wembley Stadium. The, when, they, when we went two years ago, they were up in uh, Tottenham. But they had, like, this giant Falcons following with a hotel. It was all different this, this time around. I was jealous up until – one quarter into the game, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad we didn't go over there. It's <laughs> <laughs> awful. Uh, I would love to go. Uh, that sounds like something that would be really fun to do someday. But, you know, every – what is it? They're going to do these international games fairly often now. So every few years your team's going to be playing somewhere overseas? Somewhere. Think- and, and Atlanta has this, this – uh, some kind of marketing deal with Germany. So this is the test case this year with the German, I guess it's the chiefs playing over there. And I imagine next year, the year following probably be a a Falcons Germany sighting if I had to guess. Right. Oh, that'd be great. I would love to go. And now you've you've got every reason to go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Have a a bone marrow donor sitting there waiting. So (laughs) yeah, for those of you who don't know this story, actually closed on this story in the new dry bar taping. I can't believe that's going to make the pass for them. It was a little edgy. Closed on a cancer Hitler joke. (laughs) Uh, But it's it's the joke about you. And it's, you know, you have a a donor who don't you matched. Two was it two of sixteen million people? Mm-hmm, correct. Yep. It's, a, yep. it's a crazy story, man. And one of them was named Jurgen in Germany. And he donated his marrow that you got, and it ultimately saved your life. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful story. And then you can, well, you walk me through. You can each like check a box that you would like to know who the other person is, and if you yes. both do. Yes, he uh, he. The donors typically want to know, um, but what happens with with the process, and I don't know if it's if if mine was just because it's be the match, but their process is you're not allowed to know anything for uh, two full years because they feel like you're kind of out of the window of instant or potential instant death at that point. So they don't want the donors oh, right. fi- finding out who who they give the marrow to, and then you know you start writing letters and the person dies because the the, uh, the mortality rate still really high up until a certain time. So on the literally on the two year anniversary of the actual bone marrow transplant my transplant coordinator sent me this PDF and I, I was sitting at work and she goes, Hey, Mr. Economopolis, I know you've been wanting to see this because I've been, I was asking all these questions and she knew wasn't allowed to disclose. Um, but somehow I had an idea. It might've been a German. We were talking about the numbers. There's out of the 16 million, there were 5 million were Germans at the time. And this is, you know, 2014. So right. I'm sure that registry has grown. Um, but it op- opened up the PDF and it was Jurgen's, street address in a town I've never heard of. It's a little itty bitty town and an email address, AOL <laughs> email address. So I opened up my email, started writing this very long email, put it in Google translate in German, which was a, Hey, you don't know me. You saved my life, you know? And, um, 
waited after I sent the email. And uh, a few days later, he wrote back, um, which was super cool seeing his name pop up. And then the very last line was, don't put it into Google Translate. It, it does a terrible job. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can literally click a button and it goes from this long English email to, you know, Eins and Weiten, Dreiten, I Neiden. Right. You know, it was like, so, um, and, he, and he led me to believe before we met him that his, his English wasn't great. And it was, you know, we're hanging out like friends. His English is great. So, yeah, anyway. Germans generally have very good English. Yeah, right. Yeah, so so we keep up. I mean, we we've we swapped emails. In fact, his daughter and Anna are now uh, pen pals. So they write letters back and forth. And his oldest daughter is practicing her English. And we're trying to get them to come over here for the World Cup because Atlanta is going to be a big host city in um, uh, in twenty six. So oh, right. Yep. So we'll see if uh, if they can make it over here. Then that would be a perfect setup. We're not only we're a host city, we're probably going to get some playoffs and could be all the way up to the semifinal. We're not sure yet. Oh wow! Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But if the Falcons play in Germany, I want to go. That'd be fun. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think we'd have to take a trip over there for sure. Okay, that's a great story, man. It gives me chills just to hear you talk about it again. It's so cool. Well, oh, yeah. I was one quick story. We're in we're in England. You know, Travis and Mark Beaver came with me, and we met up with Jorgen and his wife. Flew up from. It's a quick flight for them from Germany, and uh, and of course we have a cousin Artemis who's there. And she and her friend came out and we were going, walking to this little pub. And my friend Mark is always skeptical about every place and kind of goes, hey, is this is this going to be a good place to go? And it's kind of Southern accent. And without missing a beat, Artemis's friend in this British accent said, this pub's been around longer than your country. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's go try it out. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and he kind of he they they had just met and he kind of put his head down <laughs> like in, in shame and just walked on. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, great. That's great. All right, I'm looking at some of the comments here. <laughs> Brad Venuti said, "Did Kostaki get up at six thirty just to watch that stinker?" No, no, it didn't. <laughs> uh, it was brutal it was brutal so today arthur smith came out and said he's sticking with des so what the fuck there are some really unhappy fans here. well the school of thought is <laughs> because okay so we know he's not the future i think we know that right okay we know but that you, and we would have known this last year if they just played him when they should have correct or, that would have been good to know yes or give him more time in the preseason but Okay, at this point, if you've hitched your wagon to him, right, he's got we, – we also know that Taylor Heineke isn't the future long-term because he's not a starting quarterback. He had the chance to be – nobody signed him in the offseason to be a starting quarterback. So we're pretty aware that he is not a starting quarterback in the NFL long-term. I think I'll buy that, but he's probably better than Ritter at this point. Probably so at this point. But what happens if you're the coach and you – Sit Ritter, and then Heineke stinks. You then can't. you just flip him back. Who cares? Why do we? Why do? Why do we? This is not little league where we're worried about everybody's egos and playing time. Like that's big boy sports. It, it, you, you sit down, and we'll see how he does. And if he sucks more than you, you go back in. That's <laughs> that's okay. That's that's been a lot of the chatter. We've had all kinds of chatter here that we're trading for Kirk Cousins. It, right. It's been that plus the you Kyler know, Murray. Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, before he popped off yesterday and had a good game, I'm sure. You know, because they they have Carolina's pick. So 
if they wanted to deal Justin Fields, they could get Caleb Williams. You right. Know, it's, it's, you know, but it's, we also don't know, like you're, you're watching CJ Stroud look amazing and you're watching Bryce Young not look amazing. And they gave away a first round pick plus DJ Moore, you know, I, I mean, I, Des is not going to be a star. I think we know that, but I still think we right. have to, Hey, here's, <laughs> here's a fact that he still has. He's never lost at home in college or in the pros <laughs> ever. And he, he was a four year starter in college. That is an amazing step. So so Sunday, we host the Texans, which <laughs> if you had asked me five weeks ago, I would have checked a little W by our name. Right, like, right. That's an easy win. And now I don't think we're going to win the game, which we're actually favorites. We're two and a half point favorites, which I found to be a little odd considering how bad we've looked. But, you know, whatever. And then we have the commanders the week after that. There's a chance in two weeks from now he's still undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> But this is, I mean, it's so infuriating. You know more Falcons than I do, but it's so infuriating to me because the reason that you get your shit straight with the salary cap is so that you can get a good quarterback. And the Falcons did that. And now this is the third year of Arthur Smith. And he's had, he had the ghost of Matt Ryan. <laughs> and then he had Mariota. And then, and then like there's, there's, it's enough with the bad quarterback play. Do well, something different. But this was the first year not in salary cap hell, right? So they freed up. They spent seventy million on defense, and now our defense is actually good, which right. is go the irony of having <laughs> all those Matt Ryan years with a terrible defense, and now you have a pretty good defense with no quarterback. Yeah, right. And, and the offensive line's not doing him any favors. I, he he's literally watching like a bad golfer where he hits one good shot, and you're like, oh, he actually makes like he made like two throws yesterday we were like oh he could play in the nfl and then the rest of them you're like he's staring down the reeds holds the ball too long doesn't look confident and by the way his combine was like hey this guy's an athletic guy we're not running rpo he doesn't run at all like the one right. thing marcus Mariota, as bad as he was when he decided to keep the ball he was going fast downhill Forward. yeah Forward. right that's downhill. right yeah, like quick that's, right. that's the only skill he had he couldn't throw right so <clears throat> i don't know i mean it's 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 tough yeah, it's tough sledding. So I almost jumped on the Bengals bandwagon to join Barry, but then I realized they're one in three. <laughs> I almost joined Ron Milford on the Minnesota, but they're one in three. <laughs> There's nowhere to go. <laughs> but really, it's a serious Falcon question. If you were the king, what would you do? It, it is a difficult situation. I'm not... I, I, I'm not blaming anybody for getting into a difficult situation, but from here, what do you, I am I am a little bit angry that they didn't let Ritter play last year. You knew the team wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. That's the whole reason that you had got Mariota and have this setup. Like, let him play, let him get better, or let him show us that he's not the thing. We would know by now. Yeah. But that. That decision aside, we're here now. What do we do now? What would you do? Okay, so last year the reason they didn't is because we were still one game out of the playoff hunt, which is crazy because the division was so bad. That right. went on all the way till those last four games. So this year I would give him till probably week seven or eight. So we start him three or four more times. You see what you know what you have, and if you're not, if you're still, I mean the division's still bad, right? The Saints have lost back to back games. The fact that Tampa is three and one probably unsustainable, although I can't believe Baker Mayfield actually looks 
<laughs> actually looks pretty good, but they have weapons, you know, and they have a good defense. Yeah. So if you're if you're one game back with eight games in, and you realize Des can't do it, you give Heineke the reins and see if you can make a wild card. Which at this point you start seeing all of this happen. You're like, I'm skeptical. Uh, two weeks ago I was like, but even the games they won, they could have easily lost those, right? Right. Those, That's you know, right. And and Des actually threw what should have been picks then the, the Green Bay guy. Dropped two of them right in his hands. So I don't know. That's just the thought process. But yeah, I think everybody knows at this point you go shopping and try to figure out. The problem is it's not like other, you, you don't, there are no good quarterbacks that you just, even if you have $150 million, whatever the number is for uh, X amount of years, like who was a free agent this year? Derek Carr and I mean, Aaron Rodgers, which obviously that didn't work out very well. But like, well, yeah, but I but but there are quarterbacks that are signing giant contracts. Oh, you mean because they're signing them while they're still signed? They're not really in the conversation. The Joe Burrows of the world, correct? Whatever. Right. So you have to, and then you're not going to get yeah. a high. If you win seven games this year, which is what you're looking like, you're the thirteenth pick. You don't get Caleb. You don't get uh, Drake, the North Carolina kid. Right. Um, right. So I don't know. I mean, Sanders get Sanders. That, I mean, that would actually be cool because he's got, you know, he's obviously got some Atlanta ties as well. But put some, put some uh, butts in the seats. But anyway, but you, but, but all right, but you, but what you've done now for two years is that you are hat, you have guys who are clearly not NFL caliber starters. They're the, they're outside of the top forty quarterbacks on the earth, starting for your team. That's mm-hmm. an unacceptable this series of decisions that led to this situation and we're and we're stuck in it again like you have to do something different you have to go get a kyler murray or a i mean even he went for he went first overall what would you have done two years ago when maddie was under contract and we had the kyle picks we, we picked kyle pitts fourth but we still had maddie this is before we went shopping for deshaun so what would you have taken a quarterback then and said maddie you got one more year and you're out I think that's a perfectly legitimate choice or to do something where you're leveraging a little bit and moving up and getting one of the huge names. I think that's something that this team, I don't remember them ever doing that. And I think that's a perfectly reasonable thing because you're, what you're doing is you're, you're giving up draft capital, but of course, if you nail it on a quarterback, it's so worth it. Do you don't remember the name Mike Vick? <laughs> <laughs> but Hey, we had the number one pick overall. That was that was the natural pick because we were the worst team in the NFL. No, we swapped it for Ladanian. It was an is that LT. right? Yeah, LT. We gave him. Yeah. Oh, we, we gave them the pick that became LT, mm-hmm. and we moved up. Oh, I forgot that. I thought it was legit. Legit. Okay, so we did do that. Well, why don't we do that? I mean, if if you have the number four overall pick, I mean that's pretty high. Could have done it then, or you could have spent the capital at four in a different way, or you could have, I. Didn't they have a chance to pick up uh, uh, the Bears quarterback in the original draft? They, they picked in that right in that spot. With they picked Drake London instead of a quarterback last year. No, that, no, no. Last year was there was there was nobody. No, Drake. Drake came out when we when we took Dez. Kenny Pickett went in the first round, right? Kenny Pickett literally yeah. was the only first round. Nobody went in the second round. Dez was the second quarterback taken, which was the third round. It was a dead dead quarterback round yeah, uh, you're draft. Right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's again like we watch CJ. I mean, I don't know. It's so hard to know. And Kyler went number one. I mean, that's the thing. If you're going to get one of these super, I mean, Zach Wilson went two overall, and 
Although he looked, I was actually happy for him last night. Talk about the psyche, the pressure. Everybody hates you. Right. Every, All, every, yes. And you're in New York. I mean, that is actually played well last night. So maybe he'll. He's kind uh, of winning me over. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, he's, there's some things about him that are unlikable, but I think he's, like you said, he's, he's in these super bright lights when everyone's being so negative about you to hang in there. And <laughs> it's pretty impressive. <laughs> I, I don't know how these guys, like the Joshua Dobbs of the world, like, finally gets a chance and, and goes to, it looked like a, they're taking him just to tank and Arizona is now putting up a fight. He actually looks good. He's a nice guy. He's a smart right. guy. You're, you're like super happy. He's getting a chance. Didn't expect that. As soon as they made that trade, you're like, you're trading for a guy who needs to start next week. Who's never been there before. Like, right. like, like that doesn't, you know, again, all these garbage teams that I thought were going to be garbage. What, when we saw when we decided to go to the Arizona Falcons game, again another one where like, oh, Arizona might have won one game by then. You sure as hell didn't have them beating Dallas in Dallas last week, you know? right? And being competitive in all the other games, and yeah, no, certainly didn't. How funny is that? That story about that quarterback going to get his own jersey and it wasn't available at the team shop. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, I want to complain about the t- about the NFL shop too. I've tried. To, I was going to go buy a jersey that said Bijanimopoulos on it. <laughs> too many letters. There's a twelve letter max. I tried Economopoulos. You can't. You can't fit it on there. <laughs> Trying to keep a Greek man down. It's bullshit, man. <laughs> now you can get a T-shirt with fourteen letters on the back. Oh, but still doesn't fit Bijanimopoulos. <laughs> It's <laughs> a ridiculous name. <laughs> He's fun to watch, man. I, I worry that we're going to waste his, his best years. I, mean, I know. He, even even yesterday when we looked horrible, they throw him a couple screens and he just leaves the guys in their dust. Oh. It's it just it is fantastic to watch. And he's smiley and he always says the right things. I'm starting to wonder. Yeah, I just hope we don't piss it all away to where Kyle Pitts wants to trade and Drake London wants to trade the guys who actually, right. Cause they're really good. I mean, I, I Drake London for sure. Pitts. I'm not, I actually don't know if he's, if he's still not banged up. He doesn't, wasn't any separation yesterday. Last week he missed him on a, on a wide open touchdown this week. He threw to him like two times and there's a guy right on his back for, for being the unicorn who runs a four, three and is bigger and has a seven foot wingspan. I haven't seen you be really perfectly open. But again, right. nobody's, you know, <laughs> I don't They're, know. I, he's understandably hiding the quarterback, right? That's not the game oh, that for they're sure. playing. So I, you know, you, you, you won't know for another year. It's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But all these teams, I mean, there's how many teams have a backup who's better than our quarterback, than our starter? It's at least 15. You th- Think? <laughs> I yeah. do. When you start, if I don't have a list, but if we had one, we could just go through and go, yeah, Gardner Minshew's better than he is. So there's like, there's got to be at least 10 of those guys. Yeah, you're probably right. Gardner, definitely. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson, definitely. <laughs> right. I, I mean, when we signed Heineke at the time, I thought he's probably one of the best backups in the league. And I still, still probably think that. So there's a pretty good chance they, go off a des and by you know november 1st they're like okay thanks for your time 
Right. You know, and then maybe he reinvents himself somewhere mm-hmm. else. I don't know. The, and I mean, NFL quarterback position, there's nothing harder on the planet. And you see, you know, Baker was the number over, overall pick. And you see people who get a change in landscape and then all of a sudden – all those extra years. I mean, Tannehill, I think that's what's happened, right? He's like Arthur Smith struck gold kind of reinventing Tannehill's career because he was a Titan. Right. And he, and he turned what everybody thought was a bust into a playoff team year in, year out. Right. Now, with, now, with a good running back and a good, a good defense. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that was kind of the, the idea. And I don't think any of these guys have been up to Tannehill when Tannehill was actually, you know, playing well. And then yesterday, right. Because I thought Tennessee was dead, and then yesterday they they win a big game. It's it's the NFL is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really is crazy. The swings are nuts. You forget that, like you know, in college, it's in some ways it's a little bit more predictable because you get these giant programs that get to beat up on the you know Alabama school for the blind every week, and mm-hmm. th- that team never wins. In the NFL, I mean, even the worst team is it's still 53 professional football players. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the, which like they always say, the word they've ever seen the worst, and the best is like a little itty bitty, hundred percent, not true in college. You know, the fifth string guy for Georgia is better than right. whatever the first string guy at a lot of schools, whatever. Yeah, that's true. If you see, I went to see a Purdue game one time and in that situation, the Purdue uh, team was the much better program. It was some tiny school from somewhere. And you, when you watch it live, they look like they're different species. Like <laughs> the Purdue guys were so much bigger and faster and stronger than any of the other players. And it was never close. Right. <laughs> and of right. course, the Purdue guys compared to the Georgia guys would have the same sort of like, right. Yeah. I mean, they're the biggest, fastest, strongest athletes in the, you know, in the literally in the country. <laughs> What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Um, all right, let's do a couple segments here. Let's uh, a quick, uh, quick plugs for the, I got some good gigs coming up. I'm doing Clarksville, Tennessee and Muscle Shoals, Alabama soon. I very rarely get to go to the South. Hmm. So it's, uh, there's, it's about the only two, uh, Bob and Tom markets that are in the South. There's Charleston, South Carolina. There's a couple, but there aren't many. Uh, then I'm headed to Wisconsin. I'm doing Janesville, Oshkosh, Eau Claire. Uh, then I'm going to Fargo and Sioux Falls a couple of weeks after that. I'm knowing Ashtabula and Erie and uh, Bloomington, Illinois is on the calendar for March. So go to Kostaki.com and find all that stuff. Underdogfantasy.com. If you type in the code All Pro Lines, you get, they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. I'm loving that. I love best ball. I get to check my teams and what they're doing. Every once in a while, I win $10 on some crazy thing. And it's fun, man. Um, all right, let's. Uh, Let's do let's do let's do a segment here. Jerry Oliver asked a question of you, Andreas. Do you do you crave more beer now since the transplant? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the answer is yes. And, 
Oh, and, and a quick sec. So the mango cart, they have that at the airport uh, on tap and the Sky Club. In Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Oh, it made it. That's This is a good beer. I, and, I totally see why it's blowing up. It's And I, so I have started to fade IPAs and go heavier wheat beers. Mm. You feel 100 times better the next day. Yeah, that's right. Pro tip. <laughs> Pro tip. All right. My kudos go to the Buffalo Bills. Well, they, they had a horrific first week. And uh, they've quietly been completely crushing teams, including the bell of the ball this week, the Miami Dolphins. Everyone was anointing them, the kings of the NFL. Whoops. They beat them 48 to 20. First of all, you held the Dolphins, maybe the scariest offense we've seen in a while, to 20 points. Completely shut down Tyreek Hill, relatively speaking. Uh, and then you scored 48 points. <laughs> like that team's good. And I think they're, they have restaked the claim of, uh, playoffs coming this way, boys. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But they, they look good now. So you, you actually took mine. My, we didn't, we did not talk about this. Mine was going to be Josh Allen. Oh, wow. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, Josh Allen had. Five touchdowns, 84% completion percentage. And the Jaguars, Josh Allen, had three sacks against the Falcons. <laughs> but that's, that's a fun Josh Allen. But since you went Buffalo Bills, I'll go with my favorite Samoan wide receiver with the walk-off touchdown, Puka Nakua. Oh, this kid. <laughs> Have you seen the, the stats now? So it's crazy. He has broken the most yards for the first four games. But here's an interesting one. The two, the top two receivers, yards-wise, of all time, do you know who they are? In the first few games, or you mean forever? No, 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 forever. For single season. Oh, single season? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be Calvin Johnson? Yes, he's, he's, he's number two. Okay. Single season. Oh, well, Oh wait! What? I remember Calvin was chasing somebody at the time. It was um... no, no, no. Recent, recent. He's just going to oh, come more back. Recent? He's uh, he plays for the Rams, and he's going to come back soon. Oh, okay. Cooper Cup. Okay. Okay. So, and now we have Puka Nakua, who's actually got more yards in the first four games than either of them did. What's the What's the common denominator here? Matt, Matt Stafford. Stafford. <laughs> He still looks good, man. Good for him. I'm surprised. I, that's another team I, I, I left for dead. I just can't believe I it. <laughs> and how, I mean, I listen to so many like nerdy football podcasts in the off season to kind of like when I need a little like distraction from the world. No one's talked about Puka Nakua anywhere. No. It completely came out of the blue. No, and the, it's my two dynasty, one of my dynasty leagues, the very first week, somebody spent like almost all their fab money and I just chuckled and went, what are you doing? Like, it was the first year we formed that Dynasty League. And, like, I'm so mad I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, now he's he looks – I mean, these things change. That's what makes Dynasty fun. But right now, he looks like you got a good wide receiver for 10 years. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Fifth-round pick, too. Yeah, you just never know. There's some other crazy stat. Like, I think – I think he's at 39 catches in his first four games, which is nine more than the record. Like he's oh. not, he didn't break the record. He's crushing the records. It's crazy. I don't it's, know. I don't, <laughs> it's a perfect storm though, right? Because they're the best starters receiver. Out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and two, two, two Atwell is also like a rookie, you know? Yeah. So. Right. 
but yeah, I mean, he, he was he didn't make a he didn't make any of the top twelve lists of rookie wideouts in any of the nerd football things that I've been listening to. No, not at all. And some of the rookies are just not making a dent at all so far. And I have most of them in different leagues, you know, because I like these kind of young guys. Because <laughs> once in a while, like you say, they blow up, and then you kind of have an asset for a while. Uh, yeah, no, you, no. you you had Jamar Chase for you kept him. <laughs> That's true. But I also have Garrett Wilson. And, you know, I got a bunch of these guys who are, and Jamar, Jamar and Garrett both are being destroyed fantasy wise by their quarterbacks right now. Like right. it's such a weird problem. And, you know, like, oh, one of them went away and the other one is a uh, gimpy and can't, can't do what he normally does. <laughs> um, so it goes, all right, let's go. Uh, let's, oh, well, we didn't do this. Oh, shit. I didn't prepare for this one. You want to just wing it? Let's do this. But now it's point. time for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. All right, which comes first? Uh, I get my $1,500 back from a scam rental car company or <laughs> Taylor Heineke is a starter for the Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> oh, Heineke, 100%. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already I've already contacted the Better <laughs> Business Bureau. I have already complained about them to Orbitz. I already initiated a block with Amex. And uh, if I need to, I'm going to wear a sandwich board and pace around in front of their <laughs> in front of their uh, lot and pass out flyers to their incoming customers. I'm not going to put up with this shit. Please, please take a picture of you with a sandwich board. That's all. I, that's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great image okay so ch change the question if we're gonna see heineke when is it it's two or three four weeks you think yeah they... week not week nine but they're gonna do this same shit where they're gonna be vaguely relevant for another yep. two months oh yeah it's gonna be the exact same situation as last year and then but, but i think you know mm -hmm. now you 100 percent know now i don't think you knew last year i don't think they knew i think he's one of those guys that probably looks pretty good in practice and I guess, right? I mean, you have it to. It must be. It's the only explanation. I, there has to be a pile of people who, who are really look good in practice. You put them under the big lights, and they they can't. They're just deer in headlights. And there has to be people who, the opposite, yep. right? Who actually probably mail it in a little bit of practice, and then hey, I just want to play a game. We're, just, we're talking yep. about we're talking about a practice, and they put them out there, and they just ball out, and you're like, okay. I mean, like Julio is like the perfect example. The guy never practiced. And it used to drive me crazy, crazy, crazy. Like in his peak, it was like Julio's out. It was like, is he going to play? Is he going to play? And then right. he would, he would Sunday lace him up and yep. pop off for a hundred every every single Sunday. You know. Yep. Yeah, Pete Julio was really good, man. Hall of Famer. <sighs> yes. Yeah, I think so too. Josh, Josh would disagree. Josh only wants. Dan Marino in the Hall of Fame. I know. Josh is a tough grader on that front. We did we did the we did a whole segment with Josh and he was uh yeah. We agreed on most of the things though. It's literally Larry Fitzgerald because he went to Pitt and <laughs> and Dan Marino. That's it. That's it. That's all. A bunch of Steelers, yeah. <laughs> oh, he he's so torn on Heinz Ward because he hates UGA it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, hey, I, I played in a poker room in uh, Redding, uh, California, way northern California this weekend. And when I cashed out, um, the uh, the guy in the cage looked at my looked at my hat and goes, "University of Georgia, we don't get a lot of that up here." And I go, "Yeah, how about them dogs?" And he goes, "I went to Georgia Tech." And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is great. Hey, what, what what was he doing there? He was working there. I mean, I I don't know. I didn't I, I didn't disparage the man by saying, "What happened to your engineering degree?" <laughs> I was slinking out of there after losing some money. I flopped a set of sevens against a set of aces and lost my whole stack. So oh, I was gosh. like, oh, I didn't feel too chatty when I was leaving. Oh, it's the worst. I was like, can you give me the scraps left of my wallet so I can go home now? <laughs> no wonder you've been in a bad mood today. I know. Yeah, a couple, <laughs> couple strikes. <laughs> all right, let's, let's do this. <laughs> all right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. All right. Yesterday, Drake London scored in London. How many times has this happened in the NFL? A player with the last name scores in the city that he's in. Wow. <laughs> what? I know. It's a, again, like most of our quizzes, we don't expect you to know this shit. I just find it interesting to talk about. There was a receiver last name Houston, right? Ah. Uh, I'm trying to According think to of... my list, not a receiver, but a Houston has scored in Houston. Oh, he was the uh, defensive end, right? Yes. Justin, if, Justin Houston? If we're, if we're, this is impressive that you're even close on this. Uh, defensive tackle Lamar Houston oh, okay. scored in Houston in 2017. He's one of the answers. Gosh, what a random. I know. How did you even look this up? I found it by accident. I, I, I saw it when I was looking for some stories to write jokes about. I stumbled onto this thing. Somebody like wrote it in as a question and some stat nerd looked it up. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to go. Uh, we're, we're not including Drake. Uh, either way, whatever. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Drake, Houston, and two more. So four total. Okay. According to this, Drake London is the sixth player who has scored in a TD in a city that matches their last name. We have Lamar Houston okay. scored in Houston in 2017, a defensive touchdown. We have Ken Houston, who was a defensive back who scored a pick six in the Astrodome in 1971. Oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> and then we have three guys named Washington who scored touchdowns in D.C. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Rams what? halfback Kenny Washington in 1958. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys kick returner Mark Washington at RFK Stadium in 1970. And uh, Washington running back Joe Washington at RFK in 1984. How's that for a bunch of weird facts? That is some strange. <laughs> That's going to be what one, once a decade that happens. I guess it's even less because this goes back to you know 1958. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you're right. Yeah, and it's only it's basically only two names plus London. I thought there would be some 
I thought there would be a couple of obscure ones. They're like, oh, I didn't even think of that. That's a that's also a guy's name. It's it. there's a lot of cities that could be a guy's last name. Jimmy St. Louis was yeah, I mean, I, I mean, ever? I don't know. It's basically just Houston and Washington. And now London. I think Drake's a legit you know, wide receiver star. I think he's He's a star in the making. He's just got to wait for the right system around him. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why we play the game. Uh, you're a good man to do this. What's the score? Are you watching? Yeah, it was uh, 14-3 Seahawks a minute ago. So um, my prediction was that's hard. It's hard to watch the Giants. Every time I think they're going to be I, – I don't understand. Like, I'm on the pit demanding, and they, they're trying to be polite about it, but – it's oh, hard right. for them. It's hard for them to watch too. Yeah, and I mean, so I mean, again, so so they're in a weird situation, right? So they they pay Danny Dimes. It's forty base, so he gets forty million a year, right? And granted, Saquon's out. Saquon gets a fourth of that. He'll come back, right? They don't really have great receivers. They drafted Jalen Hyatt, hasn't really done much so far. Still early on. Early yet, yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, this is. This is, of course, the the warning to teams like the Falcons because what you could do is spend a big pile of money for the 17th best quarterback in the world and still go nowhere, right? That's what the Giants yeah. did. Right, right, but but you you don't if you're them you don't have a choice. You're you're completely what 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 would they do? But this is the, this him? is why I'm complaining as a Falcons fan because. What they did was they did the thing that kept them from having De Desmond Ritter starting for their team, right? They were like, we can't do that. We have to at least pay this guy. And the Falcons didn't do it that way. I guess it depends. Do you want to be relevant or do you want to go deep in the playoffs slash win one? And you can only – in the last 20 years, the only quarterbacks who – everybody's a star that's won, right? Other than maybe Nick Foles who caught lightning in a bottle – yeah, once a decade or so, there's a Brad Johnson type that ekes out a win in a Super Bowl that's not top ten. And that was like a zillion years. You know, that everybody uses Trent Dilfer. That was twenty plus years ago. Brad Johnson, same thing. Johnson and Trent Dilfer are the go-to examples. And then you're right. I think I think you could put Foles in that bucket. But Foles got there because the, the other guy got him. You know what I mean? That was a little bit of a lightning in a bottle for sure. Yeah, he got he got hot for sure. Right. I, Flacco, I mean, Flacco had like a ridiculous run. He was on the road that whole Super Fla Bowl run. The Jets should bring in Flacco tomorrow. I think he's <laughs> he's a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. He proved it last year. I don't know why that's not even one of their choices. But, but it's the same. But Flacco isn't the answer. Uh, you mean to to stop gap until Aaron comes back? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, that's yeah. a different problem. You, what, it, what the Jets have is a different situation. They have a great team except for the one guy. The Falcons still have more to do. I'm just frustrated that they didn't spend some money on something. I, I think I think what happens is when you draft somebody in the first round, which Des was not, but like with with Wilson, right? You you have to decide. Like Danny Dimes, they had to decide. They didn't pick up the fifth year option last year. They want to see what he did, right? And he did well. So then you're you're going to sign him. So with Wilson, his it's before you blink. If you bring in Joe Flacco this year. And then next year, Aaron Rodgers plays, and then all of a sudden, you have to decide whether to exercise the option. He still hasn't played. How do you know? I mean, these these guys are whatever twenty three years old. You know, I don't know. I, know, I mean, I know. I know. Yeah, I hear you. But I think I think you know. I think 
And I'm an old guy and I'm saying that. And I, you know, like I think when 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 greatness happens, it happens early. And you see it and you know it and it's in your bones. Like when Mahomes played those for that the very beginning, you're like, oh shit. You know. But we're talking about the top eight guys on the planet. I'm talking about Daniel, I know, but there's Daniel. only 32. That's that's what it, that's what we're talking about. You've got to be in the top half of the 32 in order to go deep in the playoffs, in right. my opinion. It doesn't have to be top five, but you got to be top half if you're going to be a real Super Bowl contender. Right. And if you're not in the top half, then you need to be full-time scrambling with a plan to get into the top half. That's your that's your job as the as the GM. It just feels like the Falcons are just like we're going to build a team and then figure that out later. And maybe that works, but I I 3 years in, I'm frustrated. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, what does Minnesota do next year since Ron's watching? I think that's a great question. I don't know because nobody has leveraged their level of talent to, to to turn it into cash better than Kirk Cousins. He's such a, he's fantastic. I mean, it's honestly, he's I, I love watching him play. He's again, he's the he's the bottom of the range of quarterbacks you could win a Super Bowl with. So I think he's on the list. I think if you have to, you pay him one more year. Yeah. So I, I would. I mean, I that's what I would do. But I I understand. Like, ah, let's start over. Yeah, he's thirty. He's thirty-five. So you, everybody's stuck in the same spot, you know. And what do you right. do if you're somebody calls you and wants to deal Kyler Murray to you? Does anybody want him? I, I want him. I don't. I don't care if I like him as long as he's not like Deshaun Watson. I don't want him on my team because I think what he did was really deplorable. Kyler Murray's just like kind of a cocky asshole. I don't mind that. I can root for that. I'm okay you, with Kyler Murray. You think a Kyler Murray could win the Super Bowl? I yeah, I do. So. I think he's I think when he's on, he's top 10 quarterbacks for sure and he has flashes of top 5. I think he's absolutely in that list. You don't think there's some, these leadership qualities that thinking back to all the guys who won the Super Bowl, it's, it's like definitely not plan A. I agree. Yeah. I don't want that attitude. I agree that he's a bit of a punk and probably a little vickish and not trying very hard and studying the film and leaning on his talent and He's not Kirk Cousins. He's not going to be. He's not going to outstudy you. But he's so much better than what we have. I want something different. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm sold. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad we resolved that. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, bro. I love of, you, man. Of course, love you too. I'm, hey, keep me posted on. I'll let you know about Heineke. Please let me know <laughs> about your 24/7 fight. I'm making flyers. I'm going to give them bad Yelp reviews. Okay. I'm putting a dent in this fucking company. All right. Let me ask you one serious question. Have you looked them up online and are there other bad reviews? There has to be, right? I haven't yet, but I'll do that. And I'm a hundred percent. I mean, I, I talked to one other customer and he was also getting fucked at the same time. Like <laughs> his car died and they charged him $500 to come pick it up. It's their car that stopped running. <laughs> Mom, can you help us? <laughs> I'm going to have Andy Merriman write a strongly worded email. <laughs> it's nice to have friends like that. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> I love you, man. Thanks See you for guys. Me. Have a good evening. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you in a week.
<laughs> what does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.